we have had this, uh, I don't know, two, two months, maybe, or something? Two months series where we talk about different aspects of joy. And I just want to, uh, just before we start to back up this, I, 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 I uh, Something came up during the Bible study where a lot of the people in the Bible study they're saying, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this. And uh, I just when when I do a sermon or we do a sermon series, they are never about um, it's never a hammer from my side to bang me over the head that you're not good enough. It's always an invitation to draw nearer to God that you will experience more of those things. But it's never meant for, if you're in Christ, it's never meant for you to feel guilty that you're not good enough and good enough at experiencing God's joy or something else. And the same thing as we're going into Job now uh, and much, many other things that, as both Marius and uh, um, Abel prays, it's about us listening to God as he, as he moves through his word, as he changes us through his word. And yes, we can plead, we can uh, ask God to do more things in us. But if we are saved by Jesus and we are calling him, he's not the one who's going to hit us in the head with, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. No, he's inviting you in to come closer. He's inviting you into that joy. He's inviting you in to be close to him. Uh, so I just wanted to say that that. I just wanted to say that to you because um, if you are hearing the words from me or anybody from here as condemnation, um, then either you're not aware of what Jesus does or you have a misunderstanding of what he does. Um, so his invitation is to come and get to know who he is first, so that you like to live by faith with him, um, that's the invitation. And the invitation is always, when the Word of God speaks to us, it's um, it's about conviction, so we will change or encouragement to draw near. Um, if you're feeling uh, condemned or shameful, uh, that's not the point of what he's trying to do. He's trying to draw you in to come closer and not run away and say, I am not worthy. Um, because of the work of Jesus, we can now come and be um, with, uh, with God. Um, so that was an introduction from from uh, last week's uh, Bible study, just to clear those things up. It's, uh, and uh, this is not easy for me either. It's very easy, oftentimes, to get caught up in our own, uh, own ability to perform, maybe even very much in the Western culture, there's a, some students driving by, um, um, that you have worth if you can perform. You are worthy if you can perform something. Um, we have to remember that as Christians, we believe that Jesus has performed for us. Therefore, in love, we can draw near to God and He can work through us. Alright, so now actually back to, the, to today's sermon. So, we'll be trying to crawl back into the sermon series on Job, um, and uh, what I said a little bit last time is too, uh, I, I think we're in a time where 
I would like us just to consider, continue to consider this book of Job. And, and in this all-changing world, I think I believe that the comfort I found in the book of Job is that God never changes. He's always there. He's always on the throne, also when we don't see it. He's there with us when we don't see it. He's there also when we don't feel it. So I think what the book of Job also shows is that the guy's all powerful and just like, oh, we talk about it's so wonderful and so awesome. And we don't always understand what he's doing. Um, but we know that whatever passes through his hands, uh, we see that might not always understand why it happens, but there's always a limitation to what the enemy, what the devil can do, because he has to ask God for permission. Um, and I think that there's so much hope in the book of Job. I mean, I don't know where you're at right now in your life, but also what, um, what my was saying earlier, just praying for the people we know that don't know Jesus, and sometimes we share, and people don't accept, and they, they just go on like they always has been. But for your own story, when Jesus met you and opened your eyes, we're going to see that in the very end of the book of Job where God shows up and he really shows who he is. Not giving away the book, but he can read the reason. But, but, but he said, but Job says, I had known about you, but now I see who you are. Uh, and I believe we need that experience with God to really understand who he is and to, as he changes us, as we understand his love for us, that we don't follow him out of duty or uh, I should do this, but we follow him out of a love for who he is and the wonderful God that he is. Changes the way more than motivation from fear and shame and guilt. So this is a loving God who's drawing me in. Um, and uh, and Job he 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 we've we've been through Job and he he has a longing for a mediator. He's a longing for somebody who understands. Um, he's a longing for the righteous judge that he knows God is, and he's a longing for justice as fairness, and all that will eventually be accomplished in Jesus. So let's go. Uh, I found this a uh, little thing. And I'll try just to, uh, for all of us, just to get us back to. Uh, so in, in, in these uh, circles are, are in, the numbers inside our chapters. Um, and so it has a, and then they have color coded. Um, but it has a, a beginning at the end, uh, which are white. And so we have a beginning of introduction of who Job is. Then we have a heavenly scene uh, where, um, where uh, God has a council and Satan comes and approaches. And then God is like, have you seen Job? He is so amazing. And Satan accuses and accuses and accuses. Um, and so that's kind of the story. Like you can see there's two brackets there. And in the very end, the God also shows up in 38 and 41. And then we have a preview in 42. In between there, we have uh, Job's first speech and it's free, his lament. And then he said, 
his friends show up and we have two and a half circles of the friends talking uh, and Joe responding. And so we are in 23. So we're in Joe, Joe's response to Eliphaz uh, today. Um, so we're right there. Then it's broken off there. Uh, Soha doesn't get to speak, but, but Joe speaks again. And then a secret friend shows up and talks. And then God shows up. Uh, I found this a, I found this a commentary that, that said something that I thought was was very good. Um, so we have you have a, you have the main main character Job, and then you have the one that's tormented Job, uh, that Satan was trying to make make uh, Job reject God, um, and then you have his three friends, and the three friends have some characteristics. Uh, uh, where Eliphaz is a, he's a described as a, a rationalist. He tries to reason with Job. And then we have the, the Bildad, who is an apologist. He tries to defend God. And then we have Sofa, who, who acts much like a persecutor uh, in the fourth scene. Then we have this Elihu, the secret friend that shows up, or maybe he's there all the time, but he's young, so he doesn't really speak. And he has like this interlude between Job and before God speaks. So he has this, and he's not condemned along with other friends, so he speaks differently about God than the other friends do. Um, so that's kind of like a big outline of, of where we are. And, and, and we are in the second part of the book. We are at, at that, at that, uh, at that part, and so uh, Job is, uh, is, is uh, he's responding back to Eliphaz again today, and uh, I just took one chapter today, um, just to get us uh, back back into uh, into this. So that's kind of where we are with the book of Job. Um, I, I'll come back to this when we read the read thing, um, but there were. Uh, there's a lot of things maybe you would want the book of Job to answer, uh, but those things are not going to be answered. That's the very interesting part. It doesn't solve the problem of evil. It doesn't solve, solve all the times when you think why something happens. And it doesn't. And that's the very interesting part of the book. But, but there is something really good for us to learn. So let's read together, and, and we will read uh, today, chapter uh, 23. So Job responds and says, take, and he responds and says, then Job answered and said, today my complaint is bitter. My hand is heavy on account of my groaning. Oh, that I might know, oh, oh, that I knew where I might find, that I find him, that I may come even to his seat. I would lay my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know what he would answer me, and understand what he would say to me. Would he contend with me in the greatness of his power? No, he would pay attention to me. There is an up, there, there an upright man could argue with me, and there I will be acquitted forever by my judge. What does it Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and I go backward, but I do not perceive him. On the left hand, when he is working, I do not see him. He turns to the right hand, but I do not see him, but he knows the way I take. 
When he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. My foot has, my foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way. Oh, thank you. I have kept his way. I have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandments of his lips. I have treasured the word of his mouth more than my portion of food. But he is unchangeable. And who can turn it back? What he desires, he does. For he will complete what he appoints for me. And many such things are in his mind. Therefore I am terrified of his presence when I consider I am in dread of him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Yet I am not silenced because of darkness, nor because thick not darkness color on my face. Job's longing for God that he might come before him. That he, and we've talked about this before, that he just, if he could just talk to God, he could just present his case to God. If he could just present his lament, his bitter complaint. At this point, he seems like, because Job has these roller coaster rides of when he's bold and when he's fearful, and you can even see it here. He's very bold in the beginning, and then you see at the end, he's like, oh, but God is awesome, so how can I even do it? Um, but here in the beginning, he's like, oh, if I could just, if I just knew where he is, I, I, I could argue, I could, I know he would listen, I know he would, he would make me understand why these things are happening. And even because God has so much power, he wouldn't silence me. No, he would listen to me and, and judge correctly, and I would actually be acquitted forever. Because right now he seems to have three accusers, his friends, uh, saying that he's done something wrong. So he's saying, no, 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 if I could just speak to God, then God would, he would say, he would, he would, he would say, I am, I am righteous, I am acquitted always. I'm not suffering because I've done something wrong. So he's somewhere positive, I said here, that if he could just talk to God, then, then Job at least would become righteous when his friends are saying he's not righteous, that he's done something wrong. Then after verse 7, it seems like it takes a little bit of a turn. And we get this struggle again. You see, we see maybe maybe it becomes a little more dark around him again. And in the Danish version that I think, well, I don't know if the new version, but in the Danish version it says, if he goes north, if he goes south, if he goes west, if he goes east. And I think maybe in Hebrew there's something there too. But it's saying like, no matter where I go, no matter where I'm going, where I'm going this way or that way, God knows where I'm going, but I can't see him. I can't perceive him, but he's still working. Whether I go to the north, the left, the north or the left, the north or the south or the east or the west or the oh. God is there, he's working. But I don't see him. So we see this. Hey, we see the contrast, like, if I could just, if I could just bring my, my case before him. But then he also says, but I can't find him, no matter where I'm going. But then the, 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 but the contrast is, but he's there. But he is there. I just, I don't see him, but he's there.
still have this um, intent. But he knows the way that I take. He has tried me and I shall come out as gold. You see, Job is acting very bold here saying that even in this great trial, God is somehow refining me and if I could just, if I, if I could meet with him, you would all see that he's refining me and I would be righteous. Um, and then he says, why is, why is that? Why would, why would he come out as righteous? Why would he come out gold? Um, Job comments that he's pure because he's walked in God's ways. He's kept God's commandments and he's trusted. He's trusted him and we have this, he's trusted him even more important than food. And I was just thinking, thinking about, you know, I think it's John 6 where, where the woman at the well has just gone into town and Jesus is coming out and the, 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 the disciples come out and then they uh, come out and they talk about um, talks about oh, but I have food that not, I have I have food that you don't know of. So that's doing God's will. Um, so I was just reminded about that that, that that he's even saying like, well, I follow God so much that it's been more important than even to food to me. Um, and then it's, it seems like it takes even a more turn. Uh, to talk about the awesomeness of God. That God is unchangeable. Like who can ask God to repent? God does what he pleases. The psalmist says to said God, God is in the heavens and he does what he pleases. Then what Job says that God is going to complete whatever plans he has for Job. It leads Job back to being a little bit terrified of the awesomeness of God. But the interesting part is that he is not as scared as he could have been. Because despite of this, he will not keep quiet. He will continue to bring his case before God. Even though he seems far away, or he feels like he's in deep darkness. We see that like in the last verse. Job's hope is in God's deliverance. is still there. So that was just a little bit about what we, what we, about what Job said today. Like I just said just a little bit before, um, there are many big themes in Job, and there are probably many things that we would like God to answer in this book. Um, but it doesn't answer that question. Sometimes it doesn't. Most of most people that are skeptical somehow about who God is today, they would always have some stipulation about, oh, why? Why if God is like this and why this? It's very interesting that that question is really never answered and was never told to Job. Questions about why does God allow evil why is God even allowed to work? Uh, why is Satan even allowed to work? Why is Satan even able to accuse? But the book teaches us what it looks like to run to God. It teaches us what it looks like to be humble, committed to God even when he seems far away. 
what it really means to know and trust who God is when we're confused, when we're saddened, when we're bitter. It shows us that we're that God is able to take all of our questions, our frustrations. Because as we've seen, Job doesn't hold back. He even sometimes accuses God of doing evil. God never rebukes him for that. The interesting thing today is that it's, it's quite this contrast. It's like I read it in a book or in a sermon or something. It, two people that experience maybe the same thing, maybe the same tragedy. Some people would come, respond with what I just said. Well, if this happened. I lost my parents in a plane accident. They can't be a good guy. Run away, they won't accept God. You can't have exactly the same experience. And that person will turn their lives wholly over to God. What does that mean? How does that even work? Some hearts, some people in tragedy run to God. Some people reject God and run away. Most people would say about what happens to Job that that is more, that is quite the tragedy of tragedies on a punishment. But even as God presented Job to Satan, he probably knew how he had created Job. That he was not told. To reject God. So we have in Job an example that most of us would rather not have. <laughs> also, when we use in the in the in the New Testament as an example from a hero of faith, it's because he endures a lot of pain and keeps his faith. It's why the people in the persecuted church today and the persecuted church in the first centuries would understand we're participating in the suffering of Christ. That this new life with Christ was not without suffering. And there was actually something gained to suffer for him. And it was also a little bit about also the song that we have sing. The echo like there of the garden uh, of the true suffering servant saying, Can I can you please let the cup pass by? Some people have for in the in the eternal counsel of God, some people are willing to suffer for Christ. Some people are going to suffer for God. They will not be suffering for no reason to say it. would actually be suffering so you would probably, as we see with Job, and I think the suffering 
for Christ. We reveal Christ, or we reveal God even more to those people. A participation in Christ. But now it becomes closer, because now we have to try to ask ourselves some of these questions. What happens to me, or what do I do when I have to respond to tragedy, to hard things, or to confusing things? When the crisis hits, do I functionally reject who God is and try to solve the problems myself? Or do I run to God in good and bad times? Do we, like Job, hold fast to God's word? That God will pronounce as key and righteous because of Jesus? And you might say, wait a minute, I'm not like Job. I've done many bad things and I've sinned worthily every day, you know. And you're right, we have all done it. And acknowledging that we have all, I'm sure it makes it closer to redemption. Because like Job, all of us is justified by his Redeemer that in Judge 19 is just... I know my Redeemer is, and I will see God. He longed for me. Job didn't say it himself, God does. You might be, what are you thinking about? <laughs> well, most of you know where I'm going. <laughs> We're going to Jesus. Because Jesus was also the hope of Job. He was the mediator, the righteous judge, the one who prayed all things for him to God to explain how it is to be human. And which is, there's just a few minutes left and I got two verses for us as a, as a, just a, a reminder um, but I'm taking I'll just I was having a hard time today for different reasons and I was spending some time just writing, journey and just being confused and about a lot of things. Um, and so I just wrote a lot of things down, talked to God a little bit about it, and tried to share with Penny, which was a little bit hard to try to explain. But I think I just want to, I think the encouragement is that no matter who you are, sometimes, and I think was, this is also what Job is experiencing, sometimes what you know and what, ex what you experience is not necessarily the same. So I know that God is always with me. Sometimes, sometimes I don't feel like that. I know that He loves me and I can run to Him. Sometimes I don't and I try to solve it myself. Um, I just want to acknowledge that because my wife said that I should say that. <laughs> but also because she also rightly said, I think that's how we all feel at some point. So I, would, I, just want, I just want to throw it out there because you shouldn't be alone with those things. That sometimes what we know and what we experience may be different. 
We know that God is there, but we don't feel He's there. And don't despair. Don't despair. Sometimes it's like that. That's actually why we have testimony times too. Because sometimes you're really close to God, and you you just you're just like experiencing it, and you're sharing it. So we hear that, and sometimes that could be a person that's really struggling. You're like, I know God's there, but I just don't. It's like I'm not. It's like it's not clicking for me at this point. There are sometimes in worship you feel so loved by God. There's sometimes in your prayer time you feel He's so close. There's also sometimes when you feel not. Probably at some point you experience that. I just want to encourage you with. That's how sometimes relationship is, as we're building relationship, as we're building trust. Because I think with Job also, first thing is we have to believe that he's there. And we've seen in Jesus that he's so willing to come near to us, so willing to spend time with us, so willing to show us that he cares and loves us. That was just like short but um, I'm going to share with you two of these verses um, and th these two some of you know very well and some of you uh, also maybe know so this is the call that we've used every time we've been online it was like just maybe somebody shows up and they don't know Jesus so they, they will get a chance to get to know Jesus through these verses so I'll read from some Second Corinthians 5 um, 20 21 Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, making his appeal through us. We implore you to be, on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God, because he made him who knew no sin to be sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. So God loves us so much that he provides Jesus to take away all the sin we talked about before. So he's like, I'm not Job, I'm not, I'm not righteous. No, you're not, but in Christ, God shows us that it's possible to draw near to him again. And we can be made new and stand righteous because of what God has done in Christ Jesus. And then maybe this one, maybe some of you also know. It's from John 3, 3.16 and 3.18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever should believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that he might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe in him, believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the Son, only Son of God. So again, we see God's love for the world, God entering into the world, us seeing God even more clearly, that we can have eternal life with God, being made new with Him. We also see the consequences of rejecting that then we are condemned. But the hope is, the hope is, the encouragement is, that God reveals Himself in His Son. The one who's been here on earth, who comes in and experiences what it is to be a be human, knows all your struggles, and he says, before he leaves, he says, I'll never leave you, 
I'll never see you. I'll always be with you. I'll send the comforter to be with you. I'll come back and make all things right, and we'll be together forever. No sin, no guilt, no pain. Perfect, restored relationship. But for you out there, here on the internet or on the phone or wherever you listen, to need to know that, you need to know that there's somebody there ready to receive you. Ready to, a good guy who's ready to receive you into his family. You can repent and get the free gifts of Christ. So this is our, this is the way we found back into Job. And so as we go forward, we will continue with the book of Job. So next week, um, it will be uh, uh, the next few chapters. I hear Father, thank you so much for this time. Let us pray. I pray for all our hearts, Lord, um, that you would that you stir up in our hearts um, a love and a joy for who you are. The awesomeness of your name and your praises. Help us to understand your nearness even when we don't feel it. Help us to understand that although you created the heavens and the earth and all plants, you are so, so near. You promise to be even nearer to the brokenhearted. We can always pray and reach out to you. And Jesus, that you know what it's like to be us. We're not far removed and don't care. You showed us how much you care. But this is this is our prayer. This is what you this is what only you can do. You're the only one who can plant these things, plant these truths deep in our hearts that we might lift them up. I really pray that it's not just have knowledge in our minds, but have us help us have knowledge in our whole beings. All of who we are. That in our lives we will live these things out through our hands and feet and through our mouths. So I just ask that though, for every person here, also whoever will be watching this Lord. That you will kind of reveal yourself again and strong will be encouraged to live this out. I pray against condemnation. I pray against enemy and schemes. Pray for great joy in who you are, Jesus. Protect people from um, yeah, the evil one. And show them who we are. And we thank you and praise you this time. In Jesus' name. Amen.